0: Welcome to Weight Loss for Small Animal Vets podcast. I am Nadina Kozokaru, DVM and Certified Life and Weight Coach. Hello, friends. Welcome to episode 13 of the podcast, Human Brains and Human Void. How are you doing, my friends? Send an email to info at vetcoachinternational.com and tell me all about your struggles with losing weight as a small animal vet. I will have a Q&A episode soon and I want to collect as many questions as possible. You can also leave a review on iTunes or Apple Podcasts and or ask a question there. This week we've celebrated my husband's birthday at our favourite Swedish spa. We go there at least once every month. It's just one hour drive away and we enjoy the ride as well. And I love the history of this spa and the fact that there are buildings still standing since the beginning of this little treatment village. Coming from Romania I'm not quite used to see so well preserved ancient buildings, for not talking about the communist regime who destroyed a lot of ancient churches, monasteries, or entire cities. And in Romania we've had both cataclysmic earthquakes and a violent and oppressive history with a lot of wars and battles that destroyed old buildings. So yeah, I love the history of Luca Brun, my favorite Swedish spa. So please bear with me, with a uh, history lesson, because who knows, you might end up here someday! So this is the oldest spa in Sweden, with a lot of mineral water springs and perfectly heated pools, and different types of saunas and beautiful nature around. The village was established in the late 16th century around the mineral water springs, and. The first official, documented, organized spa dates from 1720, folks. 1720. (laughs) Apparently, drinking water from the mineral springs here cured King Adolf Frederick's migraine, and that was officially noted in the royal documents in 1761. Out of the history lesson. What I like the most? I like the most the outdoor pools, especially in the winter, when you are surrounded by a snowy scenery and you bathe in the hot pool and inhale the fresh, crispy and frozen air. But yeah, I like winter and I kinda chose to move to Sweden because I believed that it would be winter and snowy here all the time. Which is not the case. Have I ever told you that I plan to have a coaching retreat here for my coaching clients? When this pandemic shenanigans will be solved in one way or another, we'll meet here and coach our brains out and we'll fill our bodies and our minds with peace and beauty. If you are a summerish person, you might want to come during the long, white Swedish summer nights, but I'm still deliberating if the retreat will be in winter or in summer. But maybe we'll do both. Stay tuned and get on my email list if you want to be informed the minute this event will be available. How to get on my email list? Go to the show notes and click on download the quick weight loss guide and you'll be automatically added to my email family. You're welcome. Today, I want to talk to you about brains, our brains, human brains. I love them. I think there is no other thing in the world that is more fascinating than human brains. These powerful machines are the best gift that we could get as humans. But they came with a catch though. Our life, the way our brains work, is most commonly on autopilot. And that means that all the daily routines are done by automation after the initial learning period. For instance, You do not consciously command your legs how to move in order to walk or your hand's muscles to move the toothbrush, you've already put those actions on autopilot. Our brain's purpose is to be efficient, to avoid pain and to seek pleasure. This is called the survival triad and it's what took us out of the cave and evolved us as a species. Everything that we've done enough times is automated and gets in the custody of the lower parts of our brains, or in so-called primitive brain. This is how our brain maintains its efficiency. Because it's not efficient to think about moving our legs when we go or how to drive our car after we learned how to drive the car. These parts of the brain work exactly the same in all the species who have brains, from the lizards up on the evolution scale. Our prefrontal cortex is the newest and the most advanced part of our brains. It evolved the most in humans from all the other species. Its role is mainly to take care of executive functions, judgment, future planning, abstract reasoning, impulse control, you know, the the highest cerebral functions of all. And why the heck should we talk about that? Why is that important for you? Well, studies said that we are thinking around 40-60,000 to thoughts every day our brains are shaped to be efficient. How many of our thoughts go on autopilot? How many thoughts are we thinking on purpose? How many of those approximately 60k thoughts have we thought so many times that they have already become impregnated in the ancient brain and then they became beliefs? Let's talk examples. If someone thinks or hears I'm fat, ugly, stupid, not enough, not good, enough times, their brains will put those on autopilot and they'll become beliefs. And you know, I've talked about beliefs before and belief is just the state of mind in which a person thinks something to be the case without there being empirical evidence to prove that something is the case with factual certainty. So we believe something without the proof. And another thing that is true about our primitive brain is our primitive brains still believe that we are in the freaking cave. The modern society evolved so quickly that our brains didn't have time to adapt. They are still trying to be efficient, to seek pleasure and to avoid pain. And this might come as a shock to you, but... This means we have normal brains with normal surviving mechanisms. Our brains look for lions in front of our houses. And by the way, I live in Sweden, I don't have lions in front of my house. It's so easy nowadays to be efficient, to avoid pain and to seek pleasure. We can do it from the coziness of our coaches. We have so much concentrated pleasure around us. We have sugar, we have food, we have alcohol, we have drugs, we have social media, we have Netflix, we have shopping, we have overworking, anything that produces a dopamine kick and it's. So easy to avoid the pain by seeking the reward of the concentrated pleasure and to dull our emotions by using all the substances or the behaviors mentioned above. Our negative emotions are perceived as pain as well and our brains will want to avoid the pain by getting those high doses of dopamine. That's the explanation for the emotional overeating or over We just want to dull the pain. By the way, the modern pleasure-seeking is just one click away, so we don't even need to get out of the cave to get it. So, if you are doing any of the above to deal with your life, you are A normal human being with a normal brain. It's nothing wrong with you or with your brain. Now, let me be crystal clear here. I don't think the future will belong to those who act normally today. I think the future belongs to those who are prepared to tame their brains and to be able to navigate the ocean of modern abundance of dopamine kick sources. And I am definitely not woo-wooing you here, I know that the way we think is affecting our reality and the results we have in our life. I know that the future will belong to those who are willing to use their prefrontal cortex to plan their lives and to those who are taking some of their thinking out of the autopilot. Is this an easy process? Hell no! But the satisfaction is huge. As small animal vets, we need to understand why we feel the way we feel, why we eat the whole peanut butter jar, and ate apples after finishing dinner, despite that we are not at all hungry. Or why are we eating the whole jar of Nutella, or a big size can of Pringles, which was my case, by the way. Why we have problems saying no to the pizza when we have a lunchbox with meat and veggies that we love, and we have already decided to eat the meat and veggies. Imagine our prefrontal cortex as Master Yoda, and I think you, you've got it by now that I love sci-fi movies, I love Star Wars, I love all the Marvel <laughs> movies. So your prefrontal cortex is Master Yoda, it sees the force in you and in the future you. And your primitive brain is a toddler on the floor throwing a tantrum. Or, if you prefer, an overdramatic 19th century novel character, flipping her fan and asking for her salts. The narrative being, we will end up homeless under a bridge. Oh my god, I'm fainting. At least, this is me. I'm the 19th century novel character rolling my eyes and fainting. The problem with just following on the tantrums and the autopilot behaviours without questioning them is that our humanness wants more from the future. We don't actually want the peanut butter jar. We don't actually want the Pringles. The void The emptiness, the restlessness in our bodies and in our lives and that emptiness that the lizard brain tries to fill up with food, alcohol, porn, gambling, overworking will never ever feel satisfied. The void will remain void and will feel shame and inadequacy. There is no amount of food or booze capable to fill the void. Please contact me if you resonate with this idea, if you want to fill the void in your life with food or booze, and if you are a small animal vet, I can teach you the tools for creating your satisfaction. Some pounds might get lost in the process, and definitely a shit ton of emotional heaviness will be dealt with. Have an amazing rest of your week, my friends. Contact me. Lots of loving hugs.